also influences where to start. I know that for those of you that have probably had a business up and running for probably a few months now, maybe a few years, uh, actually you could be in any stage of your business venture, you probably at some point have thought about using an influencer. Maybe you have already used an influencer. Maybe you didn't quite get the outcome that you wanted from that influencer. So I'm gonna give you a few tips on how to find an influencer. And I think that word find is probably the word that you need to focus on. Nine times out of 10, when an influencer hunts you down, they're probably not an influencer. They're what I call a, a, a pseudo influencer. They think they're an influencer, but they're not. One easy way to figure out very fast whether or not they have any form of influence is to check their social media accounts properly. Look at engagement. Don't look at how many followers or likes they have. Look at their engagement. Are they getting lots of comments on their posts? Chances are someone's fallen for their little spiel before and they've sent them a product and they've advertised that product, uh, whether or not it's a hair product, a piece of clothing, um, but it could be anything, it could be fucking socks. Um, have a look and see how many people actually commented on that post or liked it. And, you know, it, it's not that, uh, well, it's not a bad idea to even maybe contact the brand that used that influencer and ask them how they, how it performed. Did they get sales? I mean, some people won't tell you anything. You may not hear back from some people, but other people, especially if it's a negative experience, they very much tend to talk about that more than what they would in comparison to a positive experience. That's just basically human psychology. At a T, we love to bitch, but we don't like to quite often leave good feedback. I know this from running businesses, catching, sorry, chasing up feedback is actually quite time consuming um, if it's something that you're worried about. Anyway, back to influencers. So, like I said, you, you really need to focus on their engagement that they're getting. In terms of numbers, I wouldn't put it down to a number that is considered an influencer. You know, some people say if they have 15, 20, 30,000 followers, they're an influencer. Those numbers mean shit. If they have a thousand followers and they're getting 50 comments, like legitimate comments, they don't look like bots, and we'll talk about bots in a moment, but if they're getting legitimate comments on their feed and legitimate engagement on their feed, I would much rather use that person with 1,000 followers than someone with 20,000 followers that isn't actually getting any form of engagement or maybe, you know, 30, 40, 50 likes a post. So you need to, you, you need to weigh up. Numbers aren't everything. Numbers are everything when it comes to uh, you know, engagement, but when it comes to actual numbers for people as in likes and followers, they're not everything. So you need to really do your homework. There are a few websites you can actually use to also uh, figure out if their followers are uh, fake or if they're not desirable followers or not high quality followers. Um, it uses quite a few algorithms. It does cost money. 
Um, I'm not affiliated with them in any way, shape or form. I can't remember the name right now, but I will put it in the description of this video. I'll say fucking video. It's a podcast. Um, anyway, so that's, uh, that's important. Um, so when it comes to fake followers, if they got a high percentage of them or it appears that way, just steer clear. It is not worth your time. It is not worth the effort. Um, if you have a product that's worth, you know, $35, $40, let's just say you profit $25 off that, um, you know, you may think, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm only losing, you know, X amount of dollars sending this product to this person. But in reality, you could be spending that money, if you sold that product to a person, you could be spending that money on your own marketing or your own advertising, which in reality probably has a higher chance of converting someone than actually using an influencer that isn't actually an influencer. So just be wary of that. Now let's talk about bots. I touched on that briefly um, earlier. Bots are actually a big, big problem, especially for Instagram. And it's known, not a lot of people talk about it, but I'm going to give you a few little tips on how to spot a bot. When I, when I explained earlier about how to look at someone's engagement, if you want to spot a bot, you'll find that bots use pretty um, basic comments or you know things like nice photo or great shot or um, what's some other ones I've seen. Um, I love your profile. Um, show me more. Um, shit like that. You'll, you'll pick it up because they don't seem genuine. They're not, not a genuine um, comment. And sometimes they, they have no relation to the photo whatsoever. Uh, the other issue with bots as well is uh, when people actually pay a company, there's actually a few out there, there's a, there's a few thousands, uh, where they'll pay a company and that company will come along, I wouldn't call them a company, whatever they want to call themselves, uh, bullshit artists, and they'll come along and they will sell people followers or likes if you're on Facebook or um, whatever, even likes for posts. So they'll sell them these likes and they will basically build up their account to make it look as though it has lots of followers. But this is where you need to be savvy and come back and look at their engagement. It, Like I said at the beginning, it is a massive problem most social media platforms know this. They are trying to deal with it. I honestly don't believe they ever will. I think that you need to be very vigilant. Like I said before, look at the engagement. I've said this about a thousand times. Look at the engagement. Look at the engagement. That is probably the most important thing you can do. Recapping, someone contacts you, don't fucking bother. You look for the person that you want to influence your product. Contact them. Ask them how much they charge. Some don't charge anything. Some just want your product. Make sure they're going to get the engagement that you require. If you're selling, if you're trying to sell a cosmetic product to women between 20 and 35, you know, probably not the best idea to contact someone that deals with technology products. You're kind of shooting yourself in the foot there. I'm hoping that's common sense, but you'd be surprised what some people do. They just think an influence is an influence. In saying that, the other thing you can do is that, let's just say now, for example, 
you have a you have a cosmetic product that you do want to uh, you know push out to women a lot of people actually think that they need to go to a woman's Instagram account now let's just think a little bit differently here yes that's probably going to work actually no probably it will work but what might work a little bit better is giving it to a male you know you see those ripped males on Instagram they're bodybuilders or fucking personal trainers or whatever they are chances are their main audience is going to be women because they're going to be following that person to basically perv on them. So why not give your product to them? If they have a a wife or a partner, they can endorse that product. Same goes for a female that may be a lesbian. You know, she's probably going to be followed by gay people as well. So chances are is that she is going to have an influence on other gay people. If you've got a product that you're marketing to gay or lesbian, sorry, I don't know the correct term, LBGYZ, I can't remember. Not trying to be rude, I just can't remember. Um, Chances are, if that's your target market, look for them. They're there. You just got to look. Nothing's going to come to you. You need to go looking. You might spend hours doing this, but it could pay off massively if you get it right and if they're not charging anything just remember back to what i said before think about what your product costs you to manufacture let's just say it costs you five dollars postage in australia is about eight bucks now to send 500 grams so in total it's costing you 13 dollars. and potentially if you land and nail the right influencer you could make a massive return on investment on that in comparison to spending that $13 on Facebook advertising or AdWords. I mean, realistically, AdWords is probably going to get you like six or seven clicks for $13. Um, that's as long as you're not using the fucking clickbait, um, which which we'll talk about in another episode. Clickbait's basically when someone sucks you in with a, a false promise or it has nothing to do with the actual product or service and you get there and you're like, what the fuck's this shit? And then you bounce you click on that little X and you fuck off and you never come back to that website again. But anyway, we'll talk about that again in the future. Anyway, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode about what to look for in an influencer. Hopefully it's not too long, but I think it's very important because you don't want to be wasting your time or money with people that call themselves influencers, but quite frankly, they're not. Anyway, I will catch you again for the next episode in probably about a week. See ya.